Just a quick FYI, they're swearing in this episode. Hi everybody, my name is Misha, aka Refilling My Wallet. And my name is David. And this is Finance Fails and Cocktails. Are you trying a different set? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's cue the intro music. What are we drinking today? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how loud that is. We are drinking a Cider Boys. Ooh, the Grand Mimosa flavor. So it's orange uh, and apple. Oh, this is different than the one we had like two weeks ago. Yeah, the one two weeks ago was was a... um, (laughs) It was a seltzer. And this is a cider. Oh, I thought those were were ciders. No, they were seltzers. That makes a little more sense on their taste then. Yeah, you thought that those tastes were st- like okay. a mimosa. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna waste time talking about this. Okay, I got some on the iPad. Okay, this is great content. Um, how's it going? How's your week? Been? <laughs> uh, you know, this week is going better than last week, work-wise. So that's mm-hmm. good. Had some breathing room and felt like I had a chance to finally get caught up on some things. So <laughs> that's been nice. How about uh-huh. you? It was good. Our episode last week um, did really well. People were really excited. Uh, they did mostly focus on the fact that take it on the chin <laughs> is not dirty. It's a boxing term Thank or you, people. No. Thank you. I you love know, the support. A lot of people, I think, were from Europe, um, <laughs> and they speak differently over there. So they're like, oh, it's more common over here to say that phrase. And I was like, listen... I think it's dirty. And a lot of people said, because I said that, they now can only hear the dirty version of wow, it. shattered. That yeah, I ruined people. a lot of people. Um, <laughs> but I did want to say, you know, I had a couple of people message me like, oh, I just started my business and we put a lot of money into it and now I'm nervous. And I mean, I think it is good to go into your business with a little bit of, of caution. Yeah. Not, not discouragement, though. Like, my goal of that episode... And my goal of anything that we talk about is not to make you feel like shit about it. Like, Yeah, I, definitely don't go into it thinking you're going to fail. We did not do that when we started our business. It just was <laughs> like, this was, you know, some mistakes we made, which is basically the whole point of this podcast. It's, hey, we made financial fails along the way of our journey of life, and here they are. And maybe you can relate, or maybe you can learn from it. Um, that's kind of the whole point of the, the show. Yep. <laughs> Yes, so, okay, let's see. But anyways, as always, thank you so much for the support. We really appreciated it. Um, and that you guys, you didn't, didn't uh, you know, boycott us again. Um, <laughs> we boycotted. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, so a couple of people asked me, like, why you don't just take over Upstart because of the taxes or... or um, we have take over the, the medical bills. Do you want to kind of go into it, or should I, or what? Um, I can roughly start with it. Um, upstart, the 0%, zero percent interest expires in June. So our whole idea was we each throw X amount of money towards it, um, and we pay it off by June. So if I take it on myself, I probably will not be able to do that. Yes. So that is one part portion. The other thing is I I would feel bad if I was like here because you asked me, you said, okay, I'll just take over, you know, either the medical bill or I'll take over Upstart. And I was like, I just feel bad because Upstart one is as debt that we went in together. Um, who knows who get contributed more to it or not. But two for our son like i just feel like we should contribute the same amount towards him um and even though like technically like you you would be like taking off the burden because of the taxes or whatever i just don't think it's fair so um the other thing is people were like well are you super mad at david and i'm not mad at david um i'm mad that we're not getting a refund but i'm not mad at david because for two years i fucked up our taxes so we had to, we owed um a couple of years because i didn't put any money aside um for our ten, my 1099 job which is an episode we talk about but yeah and like it wasn't uh i was expecting to pay taxes but i thought it was just gonna be like two or three grand not five thousand so 
if if I would have known that was going to be the case, I would have planned a lot differently and <laughs> would have set a better expectation. But when I saw that number, I like <laughs> fell out of my seat. It was like 5,500 and I got it down to, I think like 4,700. So still not great, but yeah. better than it was without me messing with it. As always, be cautious when you do crypto because... As you can see, we're sitting. I mean, David, technically, in in the world of crypto, is still up, but I view crypto as gambling, so <laughs> just be careful. It can be sometimes. It is only gambling. Is he waking up? Nah, I think it was just a cough. Oh, there's our sponsor, um, Athena, walking up the stairs. So <laughs> I hope you all enjoy that. Um, okay, so I have a would you rather question for you. All right, let's hear it. Okay, would you rather make a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year you your job like gives you like gourmet meals um so like you get lunch and breakfast at work um there might be like company retreats you get a really nice retirement um like they contribute a lot yes um but you have to be at your desk like you have to be at work eight to five like that is like you have to be there all right so Good perks. Good perks. Good, good benefits. Okay. Good, like, but eight to five. You but eight to five. Desk. You have to be physically in the office at your desk. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, right. and you get the. There's just no flexibility on your time. Like this is when you have to be at work. Okay. Um, or would you rather make seventy five thousand? Um, your perks are like fine. Like it's nothing to blow away. Like a normal job. Like a normal job, but you have the flexibility. Like you do your work and you leave when you're done working so like you know you might have so more of a remote like option or of, if you have three hours of work you're done then you do it and you leave and you can work whenever and it's, it's flexible your goal is to get the job done which do you pick that's 75 grand baby really yeah life's not all about money i mean imagine like it'd be great to be done at noon and be like i get to go i'm gonna pick my son up from daycare and hang out with him i get you i get you i I don't know. Are we, is this like, in our, if we're given this opportunity right now, or are we like debt free? It's or like, now. What's it's the, right now. Oh, uh, right now? I'd still take that offer. I think I'd go with $150,000. Why? Because I already basically work at my job, like seven to five, seven to four, whatever. Like I, I work nine hours a day. I have to work nine hours a day. So if I could, I mean, if I had the option to like basically... Uh, no, I think I'd want the money, and then I would like I can fund my future later. Mm. I so I can see like uh, I I agree that we already sort of do the like nine to five. So that so basically you're saying would you rather have more money and better perks or the same ish amount of money but like you don't have to work as much? Well, something that popped into my mind. What do they say? Is it like? $78,000, your happiness doesn't increase any further. So that sort of popped in my head. But I see what you're saying about that extra seventy grand or whatever you can have towards your retirement. Towards your retirement. So maybe in 10 um, years, maybe you can retire in 10 years versus my 75000 in 20, 30 years. Which I it's hard because, like, yes, I would like to be able to, um, you know, flex my time a little bit more and like oh if i only need to work 20 hours in one week and i'm making seventy-five thousand dollars, the the thought is like okay you you don't you can't buy time right like right. so that is nice it's uh, either you get the time now almost or you wait and get it later exactly so i don't know i feel like i could do it for a temporary moment of time but i don't know if i could do it um all the time Speaking yeah. of, you said 75000 or something to yes. be heavy? it's like seventy two or 78 something So there was a, a, a what do you call it? A study. Case Thank study. you. A study done on how much you need to be happy per state. Um, oh, per state? Per state. And Ohio's number is, <laughs> I have to find it. Um, okay, Ohio's is $96,600. Really? Isn't that crazy? Is that per household or per person? I think it's per person. And Jesus. like we're that's obviously not even the highest one. Um, I was trying to find California's because that's usually like a good comparison one. In New York, those are another. That's another one. So California's the minimum salary is one hundred and forty five thousand eight hundred and forty five dollars. 
<laughs> New York's is 153195 So, but is that true? Like, who who's to say that salary is what you need to be happy? Is it more like... Yeah, there's more to it. There's more to it. But in that, I don't... I think you need less than that to have your basic needs met plus some. Like, I don't think you need... We In Ohio, especially, our house doesn't need $200,000. It'd be nice, sure, but I don't think it would make us more or less happy. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so anyways. <laughs> we That's a good question. We have been debating a big topic recently. We come to this topic every, like... Two or three months. We do. We do. <laughs> we, we may have talked about it in one of our earlier episodes. We, briefly. So, I, we, I brought up the other day, we should just sell the house. Which we commonly do. <laughs> Which we commonly do. But our house, I'm just like, I don't know. Homeownership to me, as you know, is like, whatever. Well, I don't also, care. it's sort of crazy, too, because uh, like it shot up, I think, 76000 in the past um what is it now two years two, and like three little, or four months yeah so like that's a it's big a big chunk jump. of change it's a big jump so we could we think like maybe we could net what do you think probably seventy two thousand. Seventy two thousand. so we can net seventy two thousand. in my mind um we i would pay off my debt so i thought like okay basically what if i if i got ten thousand you got ten thousand we wiped um the combined debt. Yeah. We would have like forty grand left over. Yeah. To just basically sit in a savings, um, high yield savings or go toward like a a down payment eventually for another house. I personally don't want to buy another house right now. Um so we had what was our, our crazy idea thought that we kind of wanted to do? It's crazy, but it'd be absolutely cool. So we thought about selling the house and we live in a different state a month at a time. So uh, over a course of a year, the next year we'd live in 12 different states. And I think that would be so fun. It what, would be cool. What would that require of you, though? I'd be a stay-at-home papa. And? 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 I'd quit my job. And? You'd be my sugar mama? Nope, we're done talking. <laughs> um, you'd have to sell the car. Oh, yes, I'd sell the car. Because basically, one, if we're driving around the, the country, living places, we don't need two cars. And we'd probably need an SUV. And, well, yes, we might have to. We might have to use some of that money that we just sold the house Probably to buy to an SUV. Both our cars and get, and an, get SUV, an SUV, but pay like cash since we now have the money. Yes, trade in yours. But basically, like if David is not working, I am not paying for that car. I'm not paying for the Audi, so he needs to get rid of it. And um, I don't know. Cars are at like an all time high for used cars. Like I did look it up. If I sold it today private sale i owe like two grand two so it'd be grand. like a two grand loss on it which yeah. is not terrible okay i mean don't know it could could be worse Dumb. okay <laughs> anyways um i don't think it's a terrible plan i think our families might hate us a little bit because we'd have ellington with us and the idea of this to them would be absolutely absurd it would be your, <laughs> like your brother's probably listening like what are they doing <laughs> but i don't know it would be fun to me like we could live a couple months in san diego and we could live um where my friend lives in north carolina which people i'm sure gotta ask this question we did look at airbnb and um north carolina for a month it was going to be 1300 which is cheaper than our mortgage so doing this we're saving money and i would have to basically put all of our stuff in storage yeah that's one thing i did think about um because we if i wouldn't want to sell it because eventually we will come back maybe maybe we'll, we'll need this <laughs> yeah i agree eventually we, we'd at least storage it for a while until we officially decided thought about renting the house out yeah, we did think about that, but we'd probably break even, I think, for sure, but barely make anything. And, and the hassle the, of... We need the money to pay off the debt. Yeah. To... <laughs> so it's a... I wouldn't be surprised if we did this. Like, I feel like... If, <laughs> well, if you had to give yourself a 1 out of 10 on if you would do this. 1 being no, and 10 being yes, do it tomorrow. Right now, I'm at like a 3 or a 4. A three or a four? I feel yeah. like I'm at like a six or a seven. <laughs> so it would not take much to convince me. 
Well, and one thing we talked about too, like if we did sell the house right now, it would have to be very much an intentional sale and like plan to do something like this. We're not, we've, we've pretty much settled on, we're not going to sell this house, move a mile up the road to a bigger, Similar, different house. Yeah. Like it just doesn't make sense. And the house that I like, eventually I want a house with like, I don't really care about the size of my house. I kind of want land that's like my big thing is i want land um, farmer misha i want to make a winery and i don't think that's a crazy plan um people do have wineries in ohio i will say that so i need i personally would like like 10 acres <laughs> you wouldn't have to mow 10 acres because it's 10 we'll to, have a pasture it's grapes Oh, I see. <laughs> well, you gotta still maintain it to some level. Well, that's me with my watering can or something. Oh goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I clearly haven't looked fully into this, but <laughs> tell them what else you want on this ten acres. I want like a, a amazing outdoor area. So like, I want the deck and the pool and a hot tub, basketball court, tennis I, court. Well, David's not really on board, so I don't think I'm going <laughs> to give him the basketball and tennis court anymore. I didn't know we were uh, celebrities now and had that kind of dough. We live in Ohio. It's like $8 to buy that. Let's go do it then. Uh, we're selling the house. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So I've been working on Instacart, trying to save some money and um, for the, tra- the traveling. Uh, my goal is $5,000, basically, collectively, cumulatively, before we go to Ireland. And I'm at $975 right now. Nice. And I just started a couple weeks ago. Not all from Instacart, you know, from paychecks and hustling and blah, blah, blah. But I'm doing good. How are you doing? What's your goal? How much money do you want to save? Because um, you don't have as many trips as I do. Uh, you know, probably need like 2500 I think. Um yeah. So yeah, I, I need to make some crypto moves. I sort of half did it, but then I stopped. Um, so I need to. You're gonna sell. You're gonna cash out. Uh, I've have cashed out some things, but I, I need to basically revamp my crypto portfolio. All right. Well, whatever you do, make the Instacart or make the taxes work in our favor this time. Hey, like I said, I've already sold a bunch for a loss, so our taxes should be (laughs) looking better next year, at least at this point in time. So now your goal is to lose money? (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. It's bittersweet. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. I'm not scared to sell for a loss anymore. Oh, you're probably excited. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got a whole nother year before we got to file taxes, which we need to do. Oh, yes. Um, okay, one more topic. I know we like have covered a lot in this it's been like twenty minutes, but um we got one more topic before we dive into the finance fail topic. Why are you staring at me like that? Okay, Okay, I'll... we're done talking about sell the house. Are we gonna sell the house? No. Do you have any more to say on the topic, David? Uh not at this time. Okay. Next <laughs> next topic. Um so I um There was a job opportunity for me at my current company, and I turned it down. And that's how the story ends. So (laughs) now I'll start at the beginning. Um, My background is in marketing and social media, also a little bit of HR. I kind of do a lot of things, customer service. (laughs) I I am a Jill of all trades. What? That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true, <laughs> pal. Um, anyway, so there was a position open um, for like a senior marketing and communication specialist, which would have been like a pretty big jump for me um, in the salary. So I talked to my boss and I was like, hey, I think I'd be really good for this job. Um, do you mind if I apply? And the reason I asked him was because one, it's internal. So immediately, if I don't tell him about it, Someone else will, and yeah, I didn't want him to. Find out. I don't want him to find out from somebody else, and like, then it's a completely different conversation, and we're coming at it from a different angle. So I told him, and he was like, "Oh yes, of course, definitely apply. Like, let me find out who's like the head of this, <laughs> and I'm gonna put in a good word for you. Let me see if I can get you set up with people to talk to." Like he was. But she actually did do that. And yes, he yeah. did. He he like told people like Misha's great. Misha, la 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 la. You know, sung my name of praises or however that phrase goes. And um, we so they 
I applied. And within two days, they rejected me for the position. (laughs) They were like, "Um, you don't have the experience that we're looking for. Um, Sorry, try again later. Which sort of made sense, I think. I mean, uh, kind of. Um, But my boss and the VP of my department were like, they're stupid for not even interviewing (laughs) you. Like, you have so much experience. Why would they... Why wouldn't they even just try? Like, why wouldn't they even see? So they were, like, not happy that they didn't even, like, consider me. But I was like, whatever. I'm happy at my current role. So, like, you're fine. I, I'm not yeah. heard about it. It was a make or break. And um, a couple days later, the my director's like, hey, you're going to get a call from the senior vice president of marketing and communications. So, like, the C-level of this of marketing and communications and I was like um okay and so I get this call and they basically were like hey we know you applied for this job um you didn't get it but we want to create another role for you like we want to create a role specifically for you it's going to merge marketing and HR and they had me talk to different people on the team they had I applied um and he he said he's like you know it's a lateral within the pay pay band that you're in and I was like, okay, um, that's fine. Like, I'm still interested in learning more. So they, I, on the application, it says, how much do you want? Was it a required field? Yes. Oh, I and I, I put in 20 grand more that I'm currently making, which is the very top of the pay band that I'm in. So it's, it's still, to me, it's still lateral within the pay band, but like, it's not, exactly lateral on the salary exactly yeah so he calls me and he's like hey we're at a different point like you are way different than we are on the salary expectations given like the the budget for the role and what other people on the team make and blah 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 and i was like okay like i in my mind i have to ask because if i don't ask for this money i'm not going to get the money correct and your company does very much like the traditional what three percent raise yes it's a very so so basically the only way in my company really to like make more money is to get a promotion or to get a new job so i knew like this would be my chance to ask for more money so that's what i did and i am still not like mad at myself for doing that because i just i know i know my value for this like this is where all of my experience lies so i know what what I would be worth. David's looking at me like I'm crazy, but whatever. <laughs> and so I told him, I was like, okay. Um, he said, basically, we need to come bring you over at the exact same pay, pay. And I was like, okay, let me think about it. But I knew, like, I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, which we've had this conversation when she's thinking about Misha's very much of like, she knows right then and there if she wants to do something or not. And she was like, oh, I got to think about it. That I told her, I was like, that pretty much tells me you do not want take it because i'm kind of the person who's like i know my decision like pretty much right away like on anything i i don't need time to think about anything because i'm just a very like spontaneous person um so i eventually called him i was like hey i can't take it like i just i'm really happy with my current team i'm really happy in my current role i really like my boss i know what to expect from my role in my department i know that they have the flexibility if i need to go pick up my kid midway through the day that it's not a problem and i don't know that i would have those same benefits in another department yeah and i think too they sort of they are upfront about this too they basically are like you know sort of a performancey type role you need to show some results for this role so yes basically in order for this role to get approved the ceo had to to approve the role because the results would be like important enough for the CEO to see. And I felt that with the pressure, risk, stress of doing this, I was like, I can't, I can't come over at the same level because one, I have to perform at a really high level in order for me to like produce the results. Two, I was very nervous of the fact that they're creating a role for me. Like this role does not exist. And I was like, if you create this role and I suck at it, I'm going to lose my job. Like, 
Or if something happens to the company and we need to go through budget cuts, why would a role that they just created out of nothing not be one of the first to go? Yeah. We, we sort of discussed the pros and cons and based on those risks, it just didn't make sense for the same income. It just didn't make, it wasn't worth the risk to me. It wasn't worth giving up what I currently like doing, the people I currently like working with, and it wasn't worth the risk of what if I don't do well at this role. And tell them what happened when you did decline a job. They took down the position. So, <laughs> so they pretty much created it for me. They so. literally created it for me. And I was just like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want it. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to take the position down and go from there. And so to me, this role wasn't like, they basically, I feel like did it because like, they didn't want to shut me down. Um, and they were worried that I was going to leave. Which for a fairly big company like this, that is pretty cool. It is very well, nice. Well, it was unfortunate, which I'll, let me ask you this. If they came back and offered you a five grand bump, would you have taken it? Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. So basically, I had in my head, like, this is what I want. I wanted like 10 grand, 10 or 15 grand more. Um, I would have accepted like 10, five, like I had my numbers. Um, I might have even accepted like 2,500, might have, really? but I just, there was no bump. There was no wiggle room. I just couldn't do it. If you would have asked me this two years ago, I, I probably would have gone to the marketing route, but I like my current job and I like my team. So I wasn't motivated to leave. Yeah. I, I think it was a good decision at the end of the day. Yeah. So, I mean, know your worth. Maybe in five years, I'll be on here talking about how, my biggest finance fail of 2022 was when I turned down a job. Um, it was interesting that they were shocked that I I off I asked for more money. Part of me wonders if that's like, oh, well, she's a woman. Why is she going to ask for more money? Um, and maybe it isn't that, and maybe it is. But I just, I feel like women are less likely to ask for raises. And we need to change that. Like, ask for more money. Just do it. I literally tell my friends all the time. Like, oh, we're getting this new job. I'm getting this new la la la. I'm like, did you ask for more money? Ask for more money. Keep asking for more money because th that's the only way we're going to get it. And that's just what I think. Yeah. Worst I can do is say now. Yes. Okay. Well, we're pretty deep into this podcast and haven't even talked about the actual heavy topic of today. Why are you saying to me like that? I feel like I was not told what we're going to talk about. <laughs> uh, yes, you were. Or maybe when you mention it, I'll know. All right, what is it? Okay, you weirdo. Um, our son turns one next Tuesday. He does. And so we wanted to do a podcast on the first year of parenting. Oh, yes. Okay. Thanks, David. I'm on board now. Glad you read the show notes. <laughs> um, so let's talk about, before we get into it, let's talk about non-finance thoughts. What are your non-finance thoughts about the first year of parenting? Uh, fails or just in uh, general? Just your thoughts. Thoughts, man. <laughs> Read the show notes. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to believe a year has flown by. Like, it's crazy to think how quickly a year has flown by. Um, you know, I don't really have any regrets with uh, with it, which <laughs> is good, should it, if you're having a kid. But it's been good. I like the dad life. Yeah, I think the first... For me, the hardest part was the beginning. Yes. Newborn life was like nothing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Which what makes me sort of worried is when people saw us, they're like, wow, you guys look pretty good for being new parents. I'm like, what do these other people look like? We felt like hell. And people are like, yeah, you guys seem like you're doing pretty good. I honestly was like floating a lot of the time, just like floating through day to day. Time meant nothing to me. Like it, nothing... There was no concept of what day it is, what time it is. It was it was really, really hard. Um, and I had support. So um. It's definitely an adjustment. Even now it's still an adjustment with the sleep habits that he has. I feel like once he was like four or five months, I was like, Okay, maybe I didn't like just like ruin everything because <laughs> I was really like what have I done? I remember like when we first came home and it was like, I don't know, day two of us being home. I was like, okay, all I have to do is get through five years of this. And <laughs> five years. I'll, Cause that's, I was like, okay, by five kindergarten, <laughs> he should be like, you know, LB, talking yeah. and, and communicating and he can eat a cheeseburger. 
and I was like, all I have to do is get through five years. Five years is nothing. I've done five years a million times. And it got better a lot sooner than five years, but it was a very big adjustment. But I really started to like really, really enjoy motherhood after like four or five months. I think it was when I started to be like, okay, this is more than this a is plant. fun. This is yes, he's he wasn't just a house plant that you had to water and <laughs> close the curtains on. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been good. Are you still on the one and one and done? That was my next question. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still on the one and done? Uh, right now, yes. However, it is very exciting to see him grow up. Yeah, so I can totally see that with like, I, I feel like he's going to get to a point you still see him grow up, obviously. But people say, you know, they miss those little like no, newborn. No, I will one. not. You know why I won't? Because I wrote it all down. <laughs> I have it in my phone. This is what happened on day two postpartum. But the second time around, you know what to expect. I don't now. care. No. <laughs> ha- will you ride certain roller coasters anymore? Would you ride the Beast anymore? Or the son of the beast. That's a rough one. (laughs) But you know what to expect. It does help. But yeah, I understand. We're going to, to, what is it? King's Island. And the first roller coaster we're going to ride is the beast and the son of the beast. I might hurl. (laughs) But you know what to expect. No, I feel like our family makes sense with the three of us. It's just like, outside of it, like, outside of me not wanting to go through newborn life again. We, we got to mention this. Tell people what my dad says about having an only child. What? What does he say? He says he's going to grow up to be a crackhead or something like that. You're, okay. Now you have to explain your father to everyone because they're going to get mad. Um, David's dad likes to say things to push people's buttons because he finds it hilarious. We have adjusted to this aspect of this person. <laughs> you don't have to get mad for us or tell us about boundary settings. He is who he is. Um, he thinks that we should have multiple kids. But you know who else thinks we should have multiple kids? People who are not paying for these multiple kids that we're going to be having. <laughs> no. One is fine. I'm actually really excited to get my tubes tied. So <laughs> going to be lasering we're, those we're off here hold soon. Off on that for now. You don't have tubes, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can go tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know. Our family just makes sense as a little triangle. You know, a triangle is the strongest shape is it yes according to the internet very interesting so (laughs) you don't think you see how roofs are triangles yeah boom anyways so do you wish let's get into the finance part of it do you wish that we were debt free before having a kid no because there's no perfect time to have a kid which i think we we've even had that conversation before we had him and uh yeah there's just no perfect time because here's a great example right say we are debt free his medical bills blew up and we didn't expect that we're right back in the debt so like yeah it would have been nice but i don't think it's worth waiting for i would agree um i think we we did um we had a kid at a good time in our lives financially had we had it when we were at a hundred and four thousand dollars in debt it would have been really really hard we would it would have been really hard um to make that happen and make it okay and not be stressful where we are now our budget has enough flex in it that um it's not like detrimental to to pay for things or like by formula like for some people these things are really like hard because of how their budgets are so I am thankful that we at least got a lot of our debt paid off. Agreed. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you wish we would have done differently financially? I have lots of ideas. <laughs> um, one fail that I'm sort of disappointed in. We we're supposed to put away $100 every month for him, and we haven't done that. We have not. Um, that's in like his brokerage so we have a brokerage set up for him which is like good that we set that up but we like, do have some money in it but not nearly where i'd like i to don't be. even do we even own one what's that yeah one share of anything no so like what we, we want to buy it's uh like more than we have in his account right now so that sucks we're basically a year behind on his investing which i don't know like yes it sucks but i'm also not um super mad about it because of how we're doing it 
So because it's we're doing a brokerage account, we didn't want to do a 529 because one, I only want to have one kid. So if we do a 529 and he doesn't go to college, then like getting a 10% penalty. There's a penalty for that. And it's not like we can transfer it to another child because I'm not having another child. Um, and the other option is a custodial account, which gives him access to the money at either 18 or 21, depending on your state. And no, no, no. No, no. I just think that for us, living the lives that we have let lived, I just don't think it's a good idea for a 21-year-old to get access to that money. We would know. <laughs> well, even as brokerage account, so we, it's... Uh... The brokerage account's in our name. Yeah, so it's in our name. So because it's not... Like, yes, we're a year behind, right? Yeah. But technically, it's it's our money. So if our if by our Roth IRA is at a certain level, I mean, how old will we then? 49. Um, we can fund that money from other avenues. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's still not the purpose of it. No, it's I know. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying it won't be the end of the world I that we're a year behind. I would like to start funding this money for sure, but we have been trying to prioritize debt in our retirements because who cares if he doesn't have to pay for college if he has to pay for us in the nursing home yes i agree so we need to get our shit together before we get his together yeah but when they say in general too when he gets gifts and things like that um like gift money we don't use that we put it in his brokerage account so um yes okay i wish we did two things Financially, one, I wish we would have saved the um, out of pocket max and put it in a savings account mm. for him, like so that it could have just come from that. Two, I wish we would have saved a year of daycare. A year of daycare. I, because it just would have been one less thing to have to worry about. Now, like, obviously, like, we can, it's not an impossible. Uh, amount that we have today we, we pay 290 a week which isn't that much but it would have been nice to like be ahead on that and we were like a month or two ahead but now it's all gone so i kind of wish that yeah i think those are good goals but uh i think we've i think we've handled it pretty well um we definitely had some unexpected surprises so like the the medical bills, for example, the mm-hmm. me changing jobs. So you hit two out of pocket max. Yes, I have so that like, down as a terrible finance fail. Is we switched our insurances, so we had to hit two out of pocket maxes, which sucked because he was born in March. So we should have been done. There should be no more expenses for the rest of the year. But because David switched insurance and we had it all in David's name, had we put it in my name we should have probably yeah maybe well we also didn't expect me to switch jobs like that yes i know so it's it's hard to say but like i don't so know. if you are switching jobs depending on your situation that is sort of something to think about because like i jumped jobs for a pay increase but if you're looking at maybe changing jobs just for like the same income or a slightly bump I mean, if you got kids or something, you're expecting to hit your out-of-pocket max twice like we did. Think about you got to really think about that. Well, like, we could have put him on my bill. Like, we could have... Oh, when he was born? When he was born, we oh. could have put him on my insurance, and then we did it. It's just Until so much Until after working. we lost the insurance. Yeah. What are you saying? Nothing. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's those are some of the the things that I wish we would have done differently. Um, what else? What else? Do you have any other things? I have a whole list over here, so if you want to keep talking, I can. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, what do you regret buying? Is there anything that we had that you regret buying? Or I will say this. <laughs> okay, you've got a list. Our friends and family were quite awesome, even neighbors. We did get a lot of stuff for free, mm-hmm. um, so that really helped. So... Um, you know, everything uh, we bought, I think, was actually pretty good. You look like you got some on here. I was we... sleep deprived, and it, it would be like 2 a.m., and I would just be like, okay, I'm awake. I have to stay awake because I'm pumping, or I have to stay awake because I'm feeding my kid. And I there's not much going on on the internet, 
at two in the morning. <laughs> you know what's always open? Amazon.com. And I would buy anything. And then my phone realized, like, this person just had a baby. Let's target every possible ad to this person. Like anything that could help her. Oh, it'll help your kid sleep. It'll help your kid eat better. It'll help. Da, 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 da. So I bought these stupid activity cards um, to like entertain your kid. That's so, dumb. That was an hold ad. On. So the, the activity cards, it gives you ideas on what to do with your kid at certain ages. I still don't think those were terrible. We just did not. One of the it. activities was to play cat with it and you would play cat you took a string and you waved it over the head you know what has activities for your kid the internet for free pinterest also how much was that book though like 25 dollars oh, that's a little expensive i was gonna say for like 10 bucks that whatever who cares i cared um it was i think such you had a, a lot that added up but then here's what also irritated me about that book is it assumed that everyone who bought this book was having a daughter and so everything was like, put this in her face. Take her over oh, here. So it was not, I hate, hate when they just are like, this is the gender. Like, put her to sleep. Like, people have sons. <laughs> I'm fine, but I really hated that book. And I would not recommend it to anybody. Do we still have that book? No, I gave it away during the decluttering. You did? It was stupid. I love that book. I then buy it yourself. Good thing we have separate finances. Um, what else did I buy? Oh, that stupid cactus. Yeah, I think it was dumb. I didn't like that when you brought it in the house. So TikTok has this like cactus like that makes noise and it's like eh, eh, it's creepy. And it basically like mimics the noise that you're making or that the baby's making. And it's supposed to be like intriguing, David. Which is great for a baby that does not know how to talk. Yep. So that was a stupid purchase. The baby in the ad looked way younger than. Our kid. Was the baby talking to the thing? No, it makes noise like, ah, ah, ear, ah. and then the cactus makes those noises too. Mm. I did not like the cactus. Do not buy one if you're considering <laughs> it. Okay, they, uh, well, there are no regrets. Everything was great in the house. Um, what else did we buy? Well, not we. What did you buy? <laughs> um, we almost bought a snoo. You remember that? We did buy a lower level rocker, which I think did help. I will say that. So we bought a Graco Sense to Snooze um, bassinet, and we were going to buy the snoo. We did technically buy it, and then I canceled it. But basically, when you're sleep deprived, you're sitting there trying to figure out, how can I get my kid to sleep? How can I get my kid to sleep? And the only reason we didn't end up with the snoo is because we could get the Graco Sense to Snooze same day by going to pick it up we could not get the snoo for a couple of days because it had to like go through and that's the well, only one reason thing, we didn't get it yeah and one thing you're considering is running a snoo and like all these other things i'm glad we went with the one we did yes i feel like the one we went with was great um disclaimer which i talk about later is every single child is different so one kid may love the snoo and another may hate it. One may love the Graco sense to snooze and the other may hate it. Um, your sister had twins. One liked the snoo and one hated it. Yeah. So she had two snoos and it, yeah, she not, only needed one basically. So just it's it's hard because people are like, oh, that I remember in my my March mom group. Everyone was like, you have to get this hedgehog. This hedgehog is amazing. It vibrates. It makes noise. And it, it will put your kid to sleep. And it will get eliminate gas. It's perfect. It'll stop crying because it, get, it either puts them to sleep or eliminates gas. So I went out and immediately bought the hedgehog. We named him Cacti. He's It's fine. Like, it's a fine toy. I think it's under our bed now. But it, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't, it wasn't this miracle I think toy. what we learned is a lot of this stuff, some of it was effective, but it only lasted for like a month, I feel like. Like, each of these things lasted four to six weeks for that time period, and then it was done. And so then you have all this stuff. Because we, that bassinet, they outgrow it at like, what, six Three months? Three months or something. Three or six, whenever they can roll over. It has to be an eight Yeah, and he rolled over pretty quickly, so we only got to use that for like two months. But we did resell it and got some of our money back. Yes. 
Um, what else? Like we bought a sterilizer for yeah. the bottles. That was dumb because we have a dishwasher. So what's the point of having a sterilizer for a dishwasher? Also, there's probably some moms listening right now who are like, oh, you don't need a sterilizer. You can just use a pot with water. Yes, you can. Um, and you can boil the water. And yeah, I think that. a lot of the, like, um, even his little, like, toys, knick-knack stuff, we, we didn't use half of them. Like, they're in our, like, Harry Potter closet, as we say. Um, and we didn't use like half of them. <laughs> yes. So now there we have a box of um, like baby things that we didn't use. And so when people have babies, I'm going to take something from this box and show up with it. Yeah. Which I mean, the stuff's brand new. We never used it. So might as well. Um, the dumbest thing I bought and people told me not to buy them. People told me they, they said, Misha, this is stupid. Do not buy them. And I did not care. I bought them all the time. Do you know what I'm talking about? What are you talking about? Shoes. Yes. <laughs> I was one that said well, he does not need all these there shoes. There were people on Instagram. I had a drawer full of shoes. We then learned very quickly babies don't like to put shoes on. Have you ever put a shoe on a person who doesn't want their shoe on? Imagine if they're a baby. Um, I who do, doesn't want it on and who doesn't keep it on. I did like his fairies. I did like his baby's fairies. Um, and they were in our Christmas card photos. They were very cute. But I would never, and I was very, I paid very little for the shoes. Yeah, like I was three like, or four dollars. Yes, I was like, I, they need to be under like nine dollars. But the only problem is we bought like 20 sets of shoes. We also bought them used. So like the Sperry's I bought for Mercari. Um, and I have them listed on Mercari if anyone wants them for like 13 dollars. So <laughs> um, I would say, I would say if you are in, in the baby market, um, not for a baby, but for baby stuff. Go to Mercari. Go to Facebook Marketplace. Once the upon am- a child. Once upon a child. The amount of stuff that I gave away that was used once, the boppy, we use that a lot. But um, the f- my nursing pillow, I did not nurse. So that was brand new, and we sold it for like half price. Yeah. And also use your neighborhood like Facebook groups. We've got a bunch of stuff from our neighbors. Mostly clothes. Yeah. Which I will say, I do not regret any outfit I bought. We didn't buy a ton of outfits, but I don't regret any of the clothes I bought because they're cute. And if I wanted him to wear it, I wanted him to wear it. But clothes are very fleeting with children. Yeah. So, like, maybe you can wear it a couple times, but it's it's going to be a very quick turn on clothes. But they're very helpful because kids need clothes. Yeah. So, it was nice. We have given away a lot of clothes. Um yeah, I think during our decluttering, we gave away a hundred hundreds and, of items, two or three hundred clothes, and we've done it before too. So every time he grows, and like once upon a child at the time was only doing appointments, and I was like, I couldn't get an appointment till March, and I was like, forget it, we'll just give it away. Um, I think if you're looking like what what gifts are good to get for people, what gifts would you say are good to get for people? Um. Oop. I will say one that is a little tricky. Bottles. We had Dr. Brown's, Boo. which I hated. And then we switched <laughs> over to Mams, and those were excellent. So, and again, every baby is different. Every parent is different. So I bet there are people who are like, what? Dr. Brown's are the best bottles in the world. Yeah. And we're like, no. Boo. Boo, um, Dr. Brown's. <laughs> so that, so I guess what I'm saying is that one's a, a little tricky one because people sort of get set in their ways with their bottles. If you would have given us Dr. Brown's, we would not have used them. We were given Dr. Brown's and we did use them, but like we Once did we not switched, like them. We, Once we switched to ma'am, we were done. Yeah. Um, good gifts. Ooh. Um, I think books are really good. I love books. Books are good. Because um, they they're usually good for a, a while. Um, your baby does need socks. And <laughs> if you have pets like we do, half of his are eaten because of the dog. So socks, I would say, are great. And they're going to lose them. Um, I feel like I think in, when we had him, it was March. And we weren't really going outside a ton. But then it became like spring, summer, and the weather got warm. At which point, he didn't really need socks. Unless you ask my grandma, who told me that he should be always wearing socks. Ooh, I got best one right here. Wipes. Yes. Our, my family, um, one family member gave us like five boxes of wipes, 
we did not buy wipes for the first like six months. Yes. That was amazing. That was one, the it's a necessity. Gift. And two, it's just something you don't have to think about. Like, you know, we had plenty, or we had diapers for like two months worth, but the wipes, that was just one of those things that were, it was nice. It like, was nice. No sense. Yeah. Water base, if you can. It was great. It was very good. That was awesome. Um, I feel like toys are fine. Um, but for a long time, they don't play with toys. They they do nothing. Um, and then eventually they do. So, um, Ooh, you know, like good burp cloths. I feel like we got, like, not that the people got us, but I think we bought some shitty burp cloths. They, like, <laughs> basically did nothing. I feel so. like swaddles were another thing that, like, the swaddle was great but they are very hard to like there's only a few that he liked and yeah we had like 10 swaddles and we used like three of them yep so so we bought way too many of those i will say oh go ahead david has more he had nothing (laughs) um when they do start sleeping in their own crib bed sheets we have we have three and And we basically have to continuously wash them yeah so definitely bed sheets like Maybe a week's worth of bed sheets. Yes. The pack and play. That's been a really good gift to have. Yes. Um, okay. Well, we're done listing things for babies. Right, <laughs> um, yeah. We had family nearby, which really helped us out, I think, a lot. Like, a lot of people do not have family nearby, or they do have family nearby, and they suck. Um, we had family nearby who would help us for basically anything. When I came home from the hospital, there was food that they brought up. Like, my mom had breakfast for us that was, like, not you know something boring it was it was a good yeah. meal and um they what else, what else oh when i had to go back to the hospital and like get my gallbladder removed um we had family who was able to my mom was able to like take him overnight for the first time at like three weeks postpartum so that think, has saved us money on babysitters as well i think even traveling like we had that wedding in november yep. my, i think my mom and your mom teamed up and watched them so again like these things are nice because like it saved us money because we don't have to pay for babysitters or like a nanny or an au pair um though i would love an au pair i know you would you got me when i retire okay um <laughs> the other thing is i'm really thankful that we are working our i'm working from home because even though he isn't here with us all the time us it's just me even though he's not here with me he goes to daycare um it's nice when like daycare is closed or he is sick and he's picked up i can go and i can still work if i wasn't working from home i don't know how i would i feel like i'd be fired yeah you'd have to take the day off exactly and how many i don't have that many days so um i feel like the things we did right like you said we did the free clothes so if anyone ever offered us clothes we took them which a lot of people don't like to do but honestly it's fine it's yeah, fine. most of the clothes we got were good. And you know what? If you do take the free clothes and you don't like something, don't use it. Yes. <laughs> there are a lot of things that I don't use, like anything that says, like, stud muffin or ladies man or whatever. Yeah. Um, we switched formula. We went from Similac to Up and Up. Yeah, which saved which us. Which saved us a lot like of money. 14 or $15 every time we bought formula. And a lot of people don't know, but, like, well, maybe they do know and they just don't care. But all formula that's on the shelves is regulated and approved by the FDA. Um, so it's not like, oh, this is worse for them. Like, it's all it's all the same. Look at the ingredients. They're basically all the same. Um, and, of course, there's a formula shortage. So we, it was nice that we were using Up and Up because that was one of the ones that, like, usually was still on the shelf. Yeah um and we started his brokerage account that was good it, not great we didn't be great at it but we did start it so that's good i agree cool anything else any closing thoughts um you know i think it's a it's an exciting time it definitely is a life adjustment but a good life adjustment it is, so it it's, is. it's very nice to come home and see his smiling face sometimes not smiling face every day (laughs) usually he's happy um okay so i have an other people's business that someone sent to me it's a longer one but i think we should go for it all right it's long so it's gonna take me a little bit to read it i'm listening okay (laughs) just just hang in there all right um i male 
34, <laughs> and my wife, female, 29, she has asked me to pay her almost $50,000 to have our child, and I'm not quite sure what to do. I have known slash been dating my wife for six years, and we have been spiritually married for two years. We are not legally we are not legally married, although at this point we are essentially common law. We are both high earners, both earning over one hundred seventy-five thousand a year after tax. Oh damn! We purchased our home together, and we have agreed to split finances fifty-fifty. Wedding, honeymoon, everything fifty-fifty. I did buy her ring. Um, and her engagement ring, but everything else is 50-50. Our mortgage payments, 50-50. And we comfortably own our home now. So much of our income goes to savings, investment, home improvement, and discretionary spending. Because of our incomes, we felt like it would be best to keep finances separate. We're both highly independent people and both very career-driven. It's part of the reason I'm so attracted to her. She's amazing at what she's done, and I'm proud to be able to introduce her as my wife and explain what she does. Unfortunately, our first two years of marriage were hampered by COVID and lockdowns. We would have loved to have traveled and we saved up quite a bit in order to do this. A couple of months ago, we had a talk and decided that maybe we should just have kids instead of continuously waiting for better or safer travel conditions. Without a too serious discussion about it, we decided to stop using birth control and let things happen as they will. Yesterday, I came home and my wife was on the phone. She seemed like she was in a hurry to end her conversation and tried to evade my question when I asked who she was talking to. It was her sister. They don't talk a lot, so that was a bit weird. She still works from home, so she continued to do some work. Then we had dinner, watched the news, regular pleasant evening. Then she says she wants to have a serious talk and asked me to make some tea and meet her upstairs at her work desk. I make the tea, bring it up, and she starts talking about financials. <laughs> There's a lot of background before we get to the- Good, good. I always have a lot I of questions. Know, you have a lot of questions. Her workplace allows for maternity leave for up to a year, but Whoa. only uh, I know, but only provides 50% of her salary for up to 6 months. The remaining 6 months is unpaid. She was very direct and said that while her insurance would cover the vast majority of hospital-related costs during pregnancy and childbirth, taking a six-month break from work would cost her almost $50,000 since her pay would be cut in half. She is asking me to compensate her for that $50,000 in addition to agreeing to split any related but unexpected costs to pregnancy and childbirth. Her stance is that she is doing something for us to start a family, but it's not a true 50-50 split if she's expected to take a financial hit for it and I am not given that our finances are separate. She has printed a list of expectations in terms of what she expected financially, and she listed some things that her insurance may not cover. I see the logic in that, but I am really very turned off by this because she is essentially asking me to pay for her to have our child or children. She saw my hesitation and doubled down. While her ideal is to return to work after six months, she says it's a real possibility that she may require more time off and decide as things happen to take up to a year off. So she had another plan drafted for that. For the first six months, her work will give her 50% of the salary and I will compensate her for the rest. But for the next six months, since her work would not compensate her and because this loss is something she's doing for the family, she is comfortable with splitting the loss of her income and only asking me for 50% of her salary instead of 100% for the second six month period. And she will take the loss of the salary. The idea, I guess, is that both of us suffer half the loss of the income for the six month period. However, if she takes seven to 11 months, any month after six can be prorated. That she is very, she has this down. She expressed that she anticipates, I'm almost done. She expressed that she anticipates and hopes to return to work in six months, but that she wants a contingency plan in the event that she takes a year off. There are also detailed notes about how she wants to keep housework split and plans for saving for both childcare and additional housekeeper for the first four years. It's a 16-page ring binder that she oh handed me God. <laughs> with detailed notes, some explanations, and lists of expenses. Um, okay, then she ta- they talk about, he reiterates the how much he needs to pay her, $50,000. Um, he doesn't know how to process this. My first thought is shock because despite our salaries, fifty to 100000 is a lot to demand. The idea to have a payment plan to have a child is gross, and many couples manage to do this without paying their wives to have children. But then I suppose most couples are legally married, and a loss to one person's income is a loss to everyone. So in our situation, it makes logical sense, but there's something so transactional that puts a bad taste in my mouth. 
Okay, I know that was long, but... Can I just say this? We always talk about communication. Now that is That is communication, a right? A 16-page binder. She was prepared. She Damn. came with notes. She understood the assignment. I will say... <laughs> nice. I will say this. I sort of respect her for laying it out. Like, this is what I expect. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> I... Or like cool i should say i think you're right like she's protecting herself i think because they are not legally married i don't even know is common law real uh i don't think so i think back in the day it was but not now so i feel like she's protecting herself i wonder me and my questions i wonder why they're not married like i don't know some people just don't want to get married yeah um i under so it's hard because he's he says i really appreciate her because she's driven and she's independent and she you know has this really good job and now she's like okay i know i have this good job i know i have i'm a driven person but you need to come up with some of this money so hold on let me make sure i understand there's a lot to that uh the first six months she's getting paid 50 percent, and she wants him to pay the other the other 50 percent. so she'd be at her full salary basically for the first six months is what it sounds like yes but half from work, half from him. Yes. Oof. I I hundred percent see her stance and everything, but man, that's just crazy. I can't imagine me like if it was us. You did this, and I'd be like, "Here's half of my salary," and I guess because they make about the same, they said. But still, like, even if we made the same, I cannot imagine giving half my salary. But okay, so I see her point because she's basically like, we want to start a family, but we don't have combined finances. So if we have, I'm the one who has to have this kid. I'm the one who has to take off six months. Yeah, I'm suffering financially for and it. And you just get to live your full life and not contribute in, you know, to to the rest of this. Like, yes, he'll pay for childcare and pay for other things, but she does. She's missing out half her salary. I think people. I wonder what people are saying right now. As I read that like five minute Reddit hey. post, but I wonder if they're like, "No, that's crazy." Or but like like it's hard for me because I see what she's saying, but if you put it in your shoes, think about that. Like say if I had this, if I was able to, obviously, could you imagine giving me half <laughs> or whatever? It, but okay, if you were a stay at home dad, would I not? be forced to give you money how are you gonna live your life yeah that's true so like i don't know i kind of am with her i think i'm not i figured you'd follow that i, I am i am very I, excited that I'm, you're, not a, I'm very excited that you're on her side i know that you're not fully but i'm excited that you kind of are like okay i'm glad you didn't call her crazy yeah definitely not i mean and it, even he admitted he's like yeah sort of makes sense it's just it's just hard to wrap your mind around i think i feel the same as this guy it's just hard to wrap your mind around it well then he starts panicking because he's like oh my god what if she's pregnant and she asked for tea and not coffee and (laughs) (laughs) i'm like dude it's also nighttime maybe she doesn't want coffee right now man that's uh that's a good one i like that one that's a good one so yeah i guess i guess my end result is i can see both sides whatever works out for them good uh i will say this though i think i think what would make me more comfortable with it is if they stuck to the six months at that because i think this is true too like i think you were almost ready to go back to work incorrect no i was trying to find ways to stay at home remember i was like i'm gonna sell on mercari i have a grand plan and then i made like 300 dollars on mercari so I, okay, I guess in my mind then, like, yeah, it'd be great to hang out with your kid, but it's like life moves on, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. I, I would not, I, if it was me, I would definitely not be on board for the second half, because that's a decision she's choosing to make. But, but the first half is nice because her company does support 50% of it. But essentially, she's being a stay-at-home mom for this, this year time frame. So shouldn't she get compensated for that? Um, Considering it's for the family? I think the six months is sufficient. At that point, your child has made it through, I think, that very early stage where it's, you want to... Well, people like to stay home with their kids for till they're in high school well, sometimes to, dis- like, homeschool them. So it is a joint decision. 
See, now we're about to fight about this. Well, no, so what's the... I don't know. To me, it's like... It's going to happen at some point in time. Whether maybe. Whether that's at a year. Well, maybe that's the conversation I need to be having then. Her being a stay-at-home mom up until he... Cause she he goes to school or whatever. Because mm. I mean, what's honestly, what's the difference of you know extra six months a lot. to lose a whole a person's we, two hundred thousand dollars salary? America's maternity leave is a joke. Um, so a year doesn't make. I mean, a year's not that big of a deal. That's know. why I, your company's offering it. Huh? If I could have taken off a year, I would have taken off a year. To see him for his first year of life, uh, I th- I think they gotta. You sort of hit on it already. I think they gotta be appreciative of the six months. A lot of companies do not have. No, no, six months, no. That is pay. not what I said. I no. Don't no, no, my no, words. No, you said America. We our maternity leave sucks. So I know I'm you're saying, saying like, oh, we should be appreciative of the six months, but like, no, no. First of all, we should think be- about this. Dads, I had, I didn't have any, and I think that's a joke too. Yeah. So why? Uh, so it's sort of unfair too. Because what if he wanted to be like, well, I want to be, I want to stay here with my kid. Well, speak up, bro. Speak up. You know, and he doesn't even his work probably doesn't even offer that to him. Speak up, bro. <laughs> Maybe he would be willing to take. She might be willing to so pay what him if, as well. What if he wants to? Uh, what if he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take six months. My work doesn't pay me at all. So I want fifty percent of your fifty percent. Speak up, bruh. Like, so, I mean, he could do that too. Then he should say that. I know. That's what I'm saying. Why are we... <laughs> but anyways, so I, I see both point, both sides. I don't know. I feel like this is definitely a conversation that has to take place. Because um, if the, the couple, one of them wants to be a stay-at-home parent, then they should be able to do that opportunity. But you have to discuss it within the person to understand what expectations financially I, are going to occur. Essentially, she's being a stay-at-home parent for a year. So I don't see anything wrong with stay-at-home parents being compensated for that. Yeah, that's maybe one way he has to look at it. Is so it's not like she's not paying... You're not paying her to have a kid. You're sp- paying her to... Your, take care of your kid yeah, and be like, a stay-at-home mom, basically. Yes, which all husbands should do. If you become a stay-at-home dad, I'll pay you. <laughs> Hired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're at over an hour here, so we should probably sign off. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved it. And where can we find you? You can find me at refilling <laughs> my wallet. David is not online, so um, you can talk to him through through me i sound like the couple who shares a facebook page and as always <laughs> remember to refill your drinks and your wallets bye guys